Welcome back. It's midday. I'm Tom Hall, joined here in Studio A by our good friend Jay Wynn Russick, our theater critic. Judy, good to see you. Good to be here, Tom. So we're going to talk about a show that's at the Strand Theater. It's called High School Coven, and uh, we talked about this last week uh, when we were sort of previewing this. Um, I guess High School Coven is, in fact, about exactly what it says, a coven of witches in a high school. So that scares me right off the bat. (laughs) Um, So is this a comedy? Are these serious witches? Are they funny witches? Well, I can see how you might think it's a comedy, and there is some humor, and there have also been plenty of shows set in high schools. Most of them are musicals, but Grease and Hairspray, and of course, High School Musical. High School Coven is not a musical, it's a drama. It's by a playwright named Kayla May Shing Garvin. The plot is about three high school juniors, Liana, Rachel, and Naomi, and they have indeed formed a coven. They're all misfits in one way or another. They're kind of the flip side of the popular crowd. Liana is sort of the leader of this coven. She thinks they should get involved in student government. They are dissatisfied with the education they're receiving, and they think they can change it from the inside. The problem is the kids who get elected in high school are the popular kids. So they befriend one of the popular kids, a girl named Trina, and they convince her to run for school president. She's running against the most popular guy in the school, a boy named Trevor, or Trev. What the others don't know is that Trina is struggling with a traumatic experience she had at the end of the summer, and that's the dark center of this play. Ultimately, the the play is as much about surviving sexual assault as it is about witchcraft. And balancing those two, striking a balance between those two, is very tricky, and the play doesn't always succeed at it. Anyway, Liana, Rachel, and Naomi don't just convince Trina to run for student government. They also convince her to join the coven. So I brought a clip of Trina's introduction to witchcraft. Let's listen. It's my first spell. (laughs) Blessed be the uninitiated. Okay, so like, what do we do? It's all about intention. Well, it's mostly about intention. We're not really witches like you see on TV or anything. Like, we're actually pretty boring. So you don't fly. If I could fly, I would never take the bus to school again. (laughs) For most of our spells, we just light candles and incense and chant stuff about the change we'd like to see in the world. And we put our energy behind it. What you put out into the world comes back to you double. So we try to put out good stuff. I guess I thought it was more official than that. I mean, for the most part, there's no wrong way to be a witch. That's Tatiana Naya Ford, Libby King, NJ Seroff, and Jess Rivera in the Strand Theater Company's production of High School Coven. So, Judy, um, how witch-like do these actors at the Strand seem? Of course, it's hard to know what a witch is supposed to be like anyway, but, you know, do they come off as uh, convincing witches? Well, mostly they come off as teenage girls. I mean, they compare themselves to the witches in The Wizard of Oz and also to the leads in Sex and the City. They are intrigued by witchcraft, but they're also having fun with it, and it strengthens their friendship. N.J. Saroff, who plays Liana, comes across as the most assured of the three. These three girls are very different stylistically. Saroff's Liana is into grunge. Liana wears a couple plaid flannel shirts tied around her waist and a knit cap that says, I am not weird. Um, Jess Rivera plays Rachel. Rachel has chalked up a slew of dress code violations at the school. Don't we all? (laughs) And Rachel has anger issues. 
Rachel is outspoken, spews a lot of what I'd call feminist rhetoric. I'll give you an example. She tells the principal, the principal is played by Greta Boringer, Rachel tells the principal that their American lit class is, quote, not at all reflective of the society in which we find ourselves embattled. But Jess Rivera also finds vulnerability in this bold and sometimes rude character. Naomi seems to be the most reasonable of the three, probably also the smartest. The way that Naomi is played by Libby Kim, the character is kind of a go-along, get-along type, also a steadying influence. And then there's Trina, the girl that they recruit to run for student government. Tatiana Naya Ford gives Trina the vocal and physical mannerisms that you might expect from the most popular girl in the school. But Trina is coping with a recent trauma. She's a teenager whose world has just been shattered. I have a clip. You'll hear the pain in Tatiana Naya's voice. The girls all have monologues, by the way. This is from Trina's. Let's listen. Every time I see him, I remember that party. It was only a couple weeks ago. Late summer, heat sweltering at the top of the stairs. It's fine, but he's got all these posters in the hall, and when I see them, I remember. I remember everything I've ever had to deal with from dudes. Just because it's Trev, just because of this one party a couple weeks ago. It's, um, it's not like I'm this perfect angel. I was definitely texting with Trev, texting, and he made these huge assumptions, and now the sight of his face, the way he drinks water makes me want to puke. Hmm, that's very powerful. That's uh, Tatiana Naya Ford in High School Coven. It's at the Strand Theater Company here in Baltimore. So again, um, you know, it's about trauma and witchcraft. So when it comes to witchcraft, do we see anything magical happening on the stage? Well, the playwright has a note in the script that says the magic doesn't need to be fancy. So there are no big special effects. There are projections. They're designed by Chris Eulinger. My favorites aren't magical. They're comical. The girls go shopping for homecoming dresses, and when they're trying on dress after dress after dress, we see a video of these fast changes. The night I attended, there was a talkback with the playwright, and an audience member who seemed to know said that the spells in the play are actual spells. You have to take, actual you have spells. To take that theatergoer's word for that. <laughs> um, but a play about witchcraft also shouldn't be naturalistic, and the playwright breaks the fourth wall. The monologues that I mentioned are delivered directly to the audience. There's one other character who gets a monologue. In the program, this character is just called Shop Girl. She graduated from this high school a few years ago. She's worked in a pet shop ever since then. Betsy Lyons gives a strong performance as shop girl. She plays her as kind of a low-key, easygoing character. But later we find out that her young life has been anything but easygoing. And shop girl also turns out to have some involvement with witchcraft. Shop Girl is also the title of a terrific novel by Steve Martin, as it turns out. That's true. Just as, a, <laughs> as an aside. So you said that the playwright, uh, Caleb Mason Garvin, uh, was there. Uh, what did they have to say? I mean, they were there at the playback or the, the talk back after the play. Uh, what did you learn? Well, I learned that they are a playwright based in New York uh, and also that the Strands production is a regional premiere, which may be one reason the playwright came to see it. The playwright said that in the seven years since this play debuted, they think things have gotten worse for women. Great, great 
heartbreak. The whole cast and the director, Lee Kondaraci, and the projection designer were also participating in the talkback. One of the interesting things that the director said is that she thinks the play is about coming together, about how we survive violence, and that ultimately it's hopeful. All right, so forgive me, but high school coven, were you bewitched? (laughs) Well, not quite. The writing and the staging could be tighter. Sometimes the production felt a little rough around the edges. Sometimes, to me, it felt like satire, but I don't think that's what the playwright intended. All of the characters are female, so the play is very well suited for the Strand Theater Company, a theater that's dedicated to theater artists who identify as women. And the play deals with important women's issues, uh, how female abuse survivors are treated, feminism, female empowerment, being true to yourself. But was I bewitched? Well, it didn't always catch me up in its spell. Yeah, there you go. But though, as you say, they are important issues for theater artists to take up. So, you know, if you want to check it out, it is at the Strand Theater High School Coven, and it's there until Sunday. So next week, Judy, uh, I'm actually taking the week off, and Ashley Sterner is going to be sitting in for me when you're here. And we're going to talk, or you guys are going to talk about a piece at Rep Stage in Columbia. And of course, Rep Stage, we talked about this last week. This will be their final season. They are going to finish this season, but they will be no more uh, after this season. It's a, a piece called Ghost Slash Writer. So what's that about? Do you have any idea? Well, it's a play by a new name to me, Dane Figueroa Edidi. Uh, it takes place in two different centuries. It involves a ghostwriter in the present century and a ghost exorcist in the previous century. As you say, this is Rep Stage's next to last show. Hate to lose them. I'll talk a little more about that next time. All right. Well, we look forward to that. So thank you so much, and uh, I'll see you when I get back. Have a great trip. Thank you. That's it for us today. Coming up tomorrow, you'll want to rest up for this one because our show will be about how to get enough sleep. For 25 million Americans, that is way easier said than done. Insomnia is a problem that can be treated, and we'll talk about how tomorrow with Dr. Jade Wu of Duke University Medical School. She's the author of a new book called Hello, Sleep, The Science and Art of Overcoming Insomnia Without Medication. So that's on the way tomorrow, and up next now, it's here and now, so stick around for that. I'm Tom Hall. Thanks so much for being with us. Have a great day. This is your public radio, 881 WYPR.